and gentlemen, welcome to the Peak Endurance Podcast with your host, Isabel Ross. As a personal trainer, accredited endurance coach, and now podcast host, Isabel is bringing you the best advice, tips, and tricks for health and athletics. Two Australian trail championships, a 24-hour track race, six-foot track marathon, and has represented Australia three times at the long-distance mountain running world championships. I mean, I guess you could say ain't no valley high or mountain low that she can't run, right? I mean, it's the other way around. Anyways, let's just say she knows a thing or two about running. Did I mention that Isabel has raced all over the world, including participating in the notorious Barkley Marathons? So, yeah, she knows her stuff. You'll be sure to get all your questions answered and maybe even a runner's high just by listening to the advice and good vibes of the Peak Endurance Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Peak Endurance Podcast. Ron and I are here again. Hello, how are you doing? I'm good, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Awesome. Um, anyway, here we are in sunny, as you can see, there is sun, um, Canberra. Uh, we are staying with Pam Muston. She's an extraordinary ultra runner and I will be interviewing her after this for another pod. But for now, we're here in Canberra to do the Sri Chinmoy 100k trail race um, tomorrow. Yep. So we're starting nice and early, it's about six o'clock in the morning tomorrow. Um, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully um, everything goes to plan. Which we'll get into in yep. a minute. So this is just a little pre-podcast. This should only go for 10 minutes or so. I'll just check the time to keep us on time. Um, we just want to sort of give our predictions for how we think the day is going to go. And then we will do a post after the race and talk about how it really went. Now, um, for those of you who don't know, every year Ron and I run with a team from Canberra for Run Against Violence to raise awareness. Mm-hmm. Um and um, that's what this is for tomorrow because we have to get a certain amount of kilometres as a team. And we wanted to come last year, but we were in lockdown. We wanted to come the year before, but we are in lockdown. Yep. So we finally made it to come and be as part of the actual team um, here in Canberra with, with everybody else. So most or a fair chunk of the people that we do the um, Run Against Violence group run with, um, quite, a, quite a few of those are doing... Um, some form of run tomorrow during the street in my because it, it's also it's a hundred k solo, but it's also a a two to four person relay. Yeah, so Pam's doing the four hundred with just like us, and a couple of a few of the others are doing the relay, and the others aren't you know yeah. doing it, but doing some other things. But you know, it's all part of it. I'm also um. You know, just recently it's been in the news about um, Eliza Fletcher, which I'm sure everybody has heard about. Um, so as part of Finish Eliza's run, that's for me, certainly, will be part of the purpose. Like, I'm not trying to make a... Uh, it's just something for me that I feel I want to do in in my own head um, because no woman should ever have to feel that um, you know, I've seen a lot of people saying, well, women shouldn't run at 4.30 in the morning. For myself, I often do because I work. And if I don't run at 4.30 in the morning, I don't run. Or that women shouldn't wear a crop top and shorts. And generally, probably at 4.30, I wouldn't be, probably because it's too cold. 
but it's been hot before and I've run in shorts and a crop top when it's really, really hot because, because it's really, really hot. And I should be, have just as much right to do that as a guy who runs with just shorts and no shirt on. Why is it okay for it, for a guy to, um, dress differently when it's hot but not for a woman so absolutely it's not it's not up to the woman to to change their behavior it's up to the men to change their behavior yeah so um to me within myself i want to think about that especially because this is run against violence this is yes. the purpose you know that's what we're trying to raise awareness about is against domestic violence physical and and psychological violence and here we have a classic example it's not domestic but it's still you know, yes. yeah. So um, that's to me. I, I I have read some posts. The reason I'm a bit funny about talking about this as well just today is because I read some posts about people. Oh, if you're doing this and hashtag and finish alliances run, it's virtue signaling. To me, it's not. In because to me, it's not just because. Um, you know, and I think we have every. It, it is good to honor people, and it's good to remember people, and it's good to. Um, use that as a means of raising awareness and um yeah and that's just my thoughts on that so now we'll move on beyond that but I just wanted to bring that up that that is something I will be reflecting on as we run um because it is something that women all over the world face yep. um okay yeah so all right. so let's just have a quick chat about how we got here um so we left left Melbourne yesterday Friday um, Friday, yeah, which... just after lunch. Yep. And um, and because we were driving to Albury, because we were staying at my friend Zoe, Zoe who paced me on the Seven Peaks run. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but unfortunately they went away on holiday, so we just went and crashed we, at their place yeah, anyway. to stay with them and you know maybe have a dinner and catch up. Yeah. And then it turned out that they were on holidays and weren't going to be there anyway. So we just stayed at their house. Instead. Anyway, yeah, just, you know, <laughs> smashed the window, climbed in and, you know, no, we went and got a key. Don't worry. Yes, we did have permission. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and thank you so much, Zoe. Really, really appreciate that, you know, um, awesome, awesome friend. Yeah. So um, so we, um, and, and it was quite, on the way, it was very, it suddenly the rain hit. Yes. It had been warm, like 20 degrees. Yeah. Beautiful. And then the rain hit and the lightning. and Yeah, we had to drive through some fairly significant storms, just um, probably, I guess, between Wangaratta and, and um, Albury. Mm. Um, there was a lot of rain, a lot of heavy rain and a lot of lightning and thunder in the sky. So yeah. that made for a bit of a challenging drive. At one point, you know, it was, it was still, I don't know, maybe 3.30, but... I, I oh, got so I dark. I watched thinking it, the sun was going down because it was yeah. so dark. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it was um it was uh, certainly it, it made for yeah, yeah. A, a less than a less easier yeah. drive. Yeah. Um but yeah, so we got to Albury and then we, you know, had some dinner, we packed our drop bags mm-hmm. um just so that once we got to Canberra we could go straight to check in and yeah. drop them off, which is what we did. And Canberra, we thought it was like a four-hour drive. It was basically three. Just, yeah, not much more than three. So it was yeah. and such an easy drive too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, before we knew it, we were in Canberra. actually got to Canberra early. You know, we, we weren't allowed to check in until one. one o'clock, but we ended up getting getting here about 12.30. So we had a bit of time to kill before we could check in anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, so then we we checked in and we saw even saw Pam at check-in. Yeah. Um, and um, so we checked in, got our numbers. Yeah. 
and dropped off our drop bags and then we headed back here to Pam's. Yep. So, yeah, since we've been here, we, you know, we've just had a nice chat with Pam and her husband and had a nice catch up and mm. had a, you know, cup of tea and a relax. And so we've just, you know, started getting our stuff ready for tomorrow. So, so, that we so and, and Pam talked us through a bit of the course yes. um, because, you know, it's a big loop of Canberra. So we were thinking, oh, it's got to be a lot of footpath and or bike path and that. But she did say there's a lot of trail and that a lot of it, because they've had so much rain, could be really, really muddy. And she was talking about sections where she was going through mud and those who are listening can't see it, but, you know, sort of uh, mid-shin height, basically. Yeah. Um, basically, yeah, six, six inches. Yeah, whatever um, that is. Who knows? Well, 15 centimetres. Thank for those you. Talking Half a ruler. Half a ruler into, into the ground <laughs> yes. because it's so sloshy and muddy. Yeah, so, um, but, you know, Jesus keeps uh, all these different notifications keep coming on my computer about my software um sorry about that um <clears throat> it is what it is and at the end of the day everyone in the race has to deal with it um and as with you know um wonderland being a little bit harder than we expected it's all just part of the um nature of trail running is yeah. that difficulties do come up and yeah. how we navigate those and deal with those is part of the allure i guess mm. Yeah, and, and once again, trail running in a new place because I, I've certainly never run in Canberra. Isabel's done a little bit of running in Canberra. I've done a little bit here, and but I've done a lot yeah. of mountain bike racing yeah. in Canberra, and I've done a, I've done a few races here in Canberra, to be honest. Yeah. So, but you know, doing a run like this in in a new place is by far the best place to best way to um, see it. You know, mm. it, from a fresh perspective because. Where we're driving, uh, where we're running, you'd never be able to get, you know, to these places by car, and you know, and you wouldn't see such a big, beautiful loop. And supposedly Martin Fryer has designed this to be a really beautiful um, vista of of Canberra. So, yeah. yeah. So once again, we are doing this run for fun, and mm -hmm. people go, "Hey, a hundred k's for fun," but it is for the enjoyment of seeing somewhere different. Certainly for Ron, once again, like yeah. with Adelaide, because he hadn't run in Adelaide before, mm -hmm. he hasn't run in Canberra. So it'll be really good for Ron to see a bit of the area. We'll be running together, um, which is always fun yeah. to do that. And also um, <clears throat> part of training for my race in New Zealand, the wild. Mm -hmm. Normally, like I've said before, I wouldn't normally do 100K in the lead up to 100 miler, but this just was too good an opportunity to miss, yeah. you know, catching up with friends and running in new places. Because um, the last time I caught up with Pam was in February 2019, that same weekend, my son rang me at the airport when I was in Canberra going, Mom, have you stocked up on toilet paper? And I'm like, what in God's name are you talking about? Why would I need to stock up on toilet paper? And he's going, because there's a pandemic. And I'm like, what? What's that? What's happening? <laughs> and that was the last time I saw Pam. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. And it was maybe two weeks later we went into our first lockdown yep. in Melbourne. Yep. So, yeah, so, so we've been yeah. going out two weeks when we went into yeah, lockdown. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yes, coincidentally, the last time Isabel was up here was the weekend that we had just met. met. Had just met. Yeah, so, yeah. So that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a... Talk about it's a hot big, hazing a relationship. It's a, it's a big deal in, in many ways. Yes, so, yes, true, true. Yeah. Um. So anyway, enough about us. Yeah. Um, the race itself, we're, we're, just, we're just wanting to have a a good run, see yep. something different, you know, um, because like we said, I, I'm wanting to focus on having fun in races again and not just on 
suffering more and more and more mm -hmm. you know it yes you will suffer and in in the wild i probably will and we suffered a bit at, yeah. at wonderland i've already blanked it from my memory um <clears throat> but not in a prolonged way like i did with my 200 200 plus runs yeah which right. um i psychologically i just needed to get back into running again just purely for enjoyment mm -hmm. so that's what tomorrow is all about and it will be a beautiful course yep. 100k is flatter than what we're used to 2600 meters climbing approximately which was the same as wonderland with 65k yeah. So this is a bit flatter, but there will still be some decent climbs where I'm sure, like I said to Ron, I'll be whinging and saying, where are my poles? Yes. But we'll manage. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Yeah. So looking forward to it, something different, but um, also something, you know, worth doing. Yeah. So this is our prediction um, section where we will say it will be fun. We'll see what happens. Um, we'll yes. see how much we're whinging about what a... You know, it's going to be fun. It's going to be easy. We'll walk, we'll run, run it in. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll run, run it in. No, no adductor cramping. No, no. no, I checked all my socks, everybody. Yes. And I even found another pair with some holes in them and I threw them in the bin, yes. even though they were ones that I loved, um, yes. absolutely loved. But they're in the bin now. And um, I made sure I got another pair. But I think after looking through my sock drawer, I need to buy some new socks. Yes. So, very um, very important thing part of your kit yes because they can make or break a race very quickly yeah so basically these socks were um four years old i bought them in canada in 2018 and they were all my favorite socks and ron's like i think they've done their dash now four years of yes. trails and mud and is is enough and then you find some nutrition speaking, that I was keeping. Speaking of, <laughs> of keeping things for a little bit too long, we were going through, and this part of, you know, us packing to move, you know, we've unearthed a few beauties. We were going through one of the tubs, you know, looking for some stuff to, you know, that, that had, you know, come to light that we, you know, thought we could use on the weekend. Um, Isabel pulled out a, a pouch of nutrition that she bought a, a little while ago, she said, and, you know, wanted to try it and never got around to it. And I said, oh, should we try yes, it? Should, is it worthwhile trying it now? And I managed, finally managed to find a use-by date, and the use-by date was 2014. It's only eight years ago. Eight years ago. So, um, <laughs> How very, bad could it be? Very important to check your use-by dates. I have a tendency to buy things, never use them, and then go, oh, oh look what I've got. Yeah, look what I've got. Maybe I should try that. No, yeah. no, don't. It's not I've, from 2014. No, yes. Um Yes, it, it is a bit of a habit of mine, even within the standard kitchen. And my daughter yeah. used to despair of it. But <clears throat> I don't like to throw things out. <laughs> Clearly. Yes. But anyway, so no, we're not using that. It was some new can. That, Who knows whether it was any good or that, not? Don't that, know. That went into the bin. Yeah. Yes. Anyway. Yeah. So now we are just sticking with our spring energy gels and 32 GI. 32 liquid. GI, yes. Yep. And that will all go awesomely, I'm sure. All righty. Well, that's it. Yep. We're now going to interview um, Pam for a separate podcast. So you did see in the background if yes. you're watching this video. She did wander through the back a minute ago. That's Pam. <laughs> she was just introducing herself. All righty. Yeah. So a short interlude and then um, you will hear post-race. So it'll, it's a whole probably two days for us by the time we record it, but it will be literally less than a minute for you. Yes. Enjoy.
Hi, I'm Tracy, and I've been working with Isabel at Peak Endurance Coaching for just over a year now, and I'm really enjoying my time with her. Isabel knows how to create individual programs that are specific to each of her athletes. Um, she really takes into account the whole picture, um, our lifestyles, our strengths, our weaknesses, and whatever our specific goals are. Um, and as a result, we get to achieve our goals, which is so great. So thank you, Isabel. Um, Isabel's own experience is also so valuable to us, and I love how available she is. If, if we ever have any questions or we're not sure about anything to do with our training or outside of our training, um, things like nutrition or um, race plans, what gear to pack, um, Isabel's always there to offer a hand um, and to help us through. So thank you, Isabel. Thanks for being there. Thanks for your support, and I'm looking forward to us achieving our goals this year. Well, hello, and we are back. Thanks and with are. the magic of technology, it is now Tuesday following the race. So this is uh, uh, an analysis, post-mortem, yep. whatever, on... Um, <clears throat> I'll run out at Canberra, up at Canberra, wherever the heck it is. <laughs> so it was a good day. It was. It, it was. It, um, the weather gods smiled on oh us. Oh, my golly, did they what? And, um, you know, the weather app said it was going to be like two, three, one yeah. degrees, and Pam was saying, oh, yeah, but the weather app also says it's going to feel like negative three. Guess what? It was six degrees. Six degrees. <laughs> and actually, you know, when we started it was – wasn't warm, but it certainly wasn't cold. It was certainly singlet and shorts weather, not t-shirt and capri weather. <laughs> yes. Although by the evening, I was kind of glad for the um, warmer clothes. And yeah. at the end of the day, I'd rather wear uh, a little bit extra and be a bit too warm than not wear enough and be cold. Yeah. Which is which is advice for everybody because you can't warm yourself up very easily. But your body can deal with being warm. It doesn't deal well with being too cold. Yeah, and, and you have to prepare, you know, we did have drop bags, but we didn't have changes of clothes, but you do have no. to be prepared for the entire day. So if if um, we had a worn singlet, um, it, we would have got pretty cold when the sun yeah. went down that night. But the thing is we carried rain jackets with us the whole we day, did. even yeah. though that wasn't we mandatory did. kit, um, because a rain jacket so keeps you surprisingly warm. And, and that, it's light. Yeah, if I was wearing a singlet, yeah. that would have been almost yeah. too much. I brought sleeves. I started with sleeves. That would have been enough. I mean, yeah. I got cold. I put on gloves. It was fine. Like, seriously, it's not like we got frozen cold. Shorts would have been fine too. But yeah. anyway, so let's talk about how it all went down. Yeah. Firstly, it was a beautiful loop of Canberra, which was just was. awesome. Yeah. Um, and and what we found really amazing, other than the first 5K, it was about 5K before we hit the trails, uh, yeah, about that. Yeah, maybe yeah. slightly less, but and and we did do other bits of road, but not yeah. much. No, but it's amazing how we could link up a hundred k's for yeah. a loop of Canberra with trails. Yeah, um, there was only yeah that bit at the start, and then there was, um, you know that short section after the, um, I think it was after the second uh, after the first, um transition yeah we i mean there were the there were then, some yeah, yeah. yeah there were some sections but yeah. remarkably few yes that's right you know i've done shorter races with more road yeah um and so <clears throat> we started by the lake lake burley griffin yep right yep. at the at the bottom of um anzac parade or anzac something um, anyway any, yeah. anyway the big the big road that comes down from the um 
the war memorial. Where we know it, our nation's makes, capital well. Where it makes the uh, lake. Anyway, so, so we started there and it was beautiful yep. on, on the lake in the it morning, was, wasn't it? And there yeah. was a big full moon, even yep. though it was daylight. Yeah. And um, and so we ran along the lake and it was just so lovely and yeah. everyone was so civilised. Nobody sprinted off like it was a park run. Yeah. It was awesome. I mean, the fast people went fast, but they didn't sprint off stupid yeah. fast. Yeah. Um, and um, and it was just lovely. You could people were chatting, and it was mm. just beautiful. Oh, it was just yeah. I felt I really enjoyed it. Yeah. And then um, as we kept going, just like with Wonderland, I find people everywhere were lovely. <clears throat> you know, people walking that we met, other runners, people would be cheering us. Yeah. Um we saw heaps of mountain bikers because Canberra's a great place for mountain biking, especially Stromlo and all that. And, um, you know, and the mountain bikers were going, oh, you're doing so well. And, you know, well, how far are you going? And they were really encouraging. And it was just, um, it was just really lovely. Yeah. So yeah. once again, it really restored my faith in humanity as well to see people yeah. just being so nice and so lovely and just awesome. Yeah, no, it was, it was good. Yeah. There's lots of people out because it was a lovely Sunday, yeah. you know, day. So um, there was a lot of people out and about. And, yeah, we got a lot of, you know, congratulations and well done and keep keep it ups. And there was one that I'm pretty sure halfway through said we were nearly done. Yeah, but people like to say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they, then they'll have a nice laugh yeah. to themselves, you yeah. know. Um, but, um, yeah, it was good. The, the, it started by doing a bit of a loop of the lake and, uh, you know, we crossed over on the main bridge and then up around and kind of behind the new parliament building, mm. um, which was nice, you know, nice view of, of, you know, all that area. And Ron managed to get a halfway decent shot did, whilst running as, as sideways. I was, <laughs> as I was running sideways trying not to trip over. And I'm like, oh, my God, here we go. 4K in, he's going to yeah. break his ankle. Um, anyway, and so then we... um. Uh, you know, we were going along and, um, you know, we um, were, there were lots of runners around. And what mm. happens with, is with this race is half an hour after the solo runners start, the relay runners start. And some of the relay runners are two people, so doing 50-ish Ks each, and the other one is four. So they're doing a leg each, which are, are varying distances. Mm. So, of course, even the relay runners were caught in different speeds because the ones doing yeah. 50Ks, were slower than the ones who were doing 25. Hmm. Um, but you know, the relay runners were lovely. They were, oh, were, are you all good on you for doing the 100k? And they were so lovely as they sprinted mm. off. As they went <laughs> fastest. Yeah, you know, yeah, I just um I just felt that it was it was a really good atmosphere yeah. for the whole race um and for Canberra itself. And a really good um if you've never been to Canberra, I I just think this is the such a good race to do because you get to see so much of it and um it's awesome. Yeah. Um. And and it, what was interesting was you know we went to the main sort of high points around Canberra, but to make up if you just ran between the high points it would not be a hundred k. No. Okay. No, so to do that, what I would say to Ron is it's okay. It's just going to be another circuitous route to the top, which Ron suffered through in complete silence, never complaining not once. more than fifty times. <laughs> that um, when are we ever going to get to the top? We could see the mountain. We could see where we had to go, but we 
it seemed like every time we turned a corner, we turned away from it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how we kept doing that and oh. still managed to get to the top. But it just seemed like every time we turned a corner, we turned away from where we needed to go. Yeah, and um, Ron thanked Martin Fryer, the course um, creator, many times throughout the race. <laughs> <laughs> thanked him profusely. Yeah. Um, so thanks, Martin. Actually, I, I do thank Martin. It was a brilliant, brilliant it course. Was, it was a great course. And and like Isabel said, the way they joined together all those trails yeah. to do it, to do I don't know how he came up with that. 100k yep. length of the city, you know, with all those hills, like including all those hills, it was, yeah, it was a great, a great yeah. job. And um, at the start of the run, we were talking about how, you know, you can't really say, oh, we're doing this for fun. Like, it's okay to say it when you're not racing, when you're home on the couch, having a hot chocolate or a wine or whatever it is and say, oh, let's do it for fun. When you're doing it, we all know ultra running is not necessarily fun in the moment all the time. Yeah, Yeah, you can have fun moments and enjoyable, I wouldn't say even fun, enjoyable moments and satisfying and those sorts of things. But so we sort of talked about, and this is how I, over the years I've learned to look at my races that I learned to look at them more as a challenge um, and an adventure. But for this one, we decided it would be an experience yeah. rather than saying, oh, let's go. This is going to be fun because we all know it's not going to be fun at kilometre 80. Um, <clears throat> so we're looking at it as an experience and a journey because we were doing a lap of Canberra. Yeah. And do you think, did you find that helped with your mentality it too? It did, it, particularly the experience, you know, <laughs> because, I mean, I've been to Canberra a couple of times, but certainly never to run there. Um, yeah. I'd never, never run in any of those areas. Um, it was all new, and and so it was. It was a real experience. Yeah. Now, obviously, I've run there a lot, and um, back in the day, mountain bike there a bajillion times. So I I know the area, but it's all changed, of course. Yeah. It's all new for me mm. too. Um, and um, this is your this was your first hundred kilometer race in a very long time. Yes, um, early twenty nineteen was the last time I did um, did a hundred k race. Um, so um, and that, and and you've only done two of them. And the, yeah, the, and this was my third. So yeah. I did one in twenty um, uh, twenty eighteen, which mm. was Gow. Then I did um, Duncan's in twenty early twenty nineteen, and that was it. Yeah, so, um, and really the longest run you've done before then was the 65K at Wonderland. Yeah, since, since <laughs> so, then. Yeah. So in two weeks he's done his two yes. longest runs in um, three years. Yes, that's right. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's, that's what you call, call getting thrown in the deep end. Yes, so I did apologise to Ron in the later stages of the races when he was still complaining in silence and <laughs> suffering in silence, whatever he was doing. <laughs> That maybe I shouldn't have asked him to do the hundred k with me, yeah. but um, no, it was good. I, yeah, I, I, as much as it hurt, I did enjoy it. Yeah. So, um, talk about you know what happened for you. Like for me, yeah. um, you know, I haven't done a hundred k race in ages, but I've done way longer. Yeah. And for me, this was a little bit out of my comfort zone because it was a lot flatter. I yeah. know it still had three thousand meters climb. That's or no two thousand nine eight. 800. 800, I think, yeah. So still a decent amount, but for me, yeah. that's flat yeah. compared to what I normally yeah. like to do. So it was a lot more running, mm-hmm. which um, is a challenge for me over that distance because I haven't done that sort of race for yeah. years and years and years. Yeah. Um, so it was a challenge for me, but I still probably had um, legs that are more used to being on mm-hmm. them for that amount of yeah. time than you do. Yep. So it didn't affect me quite so badly. And, and we sort of found that we... 
you started to slow down and struggle a bit from around 70 Ks when we yep. went up Black Mountain. Yeah. So do you want to tell people sort of how that manifested for you? Yeah. So um the first the first, I guess maybe 50 to 60 Ks were pretty cruisy. We, you know, we just cruised along. The pace yep. what I mean, you know, the pace was suitable for some for for people that were going to be running hundred Ks. Well, we felt that we still had um you know, energy to spare. Mm. So we weren't redlining it. Because um, we weren't planning on, because we are using this as training and, well, yeah. I am, yeah. because I don't want to have to take a heap of time off to recover. Yeah. I wanted to be able to, you know, take this week yeah. as kind of recovery, but to be able to get back into it and keep going with my mm. training, because otherwise I won't be ready. Yeah. And um, what people may or may not know about Canberra is Black Mountain um, is visible to <laughs> the whole town no matter where you are, because it has a very distinctive tower on the top. Um, I think it's called Telstra Tower or, or something like that. And so for the first 70 kilometres of this race, it was, Ron all, suffered in it was always it. in your peripheral vision and you knew at some point you were going to have to go up there. And what was uncanny or, or I don't know if uncanny is the word, what was strange was that no matter how far we ran, it never got any no. closer. But, <laughs> and we knew we were heading for it. Because we were kind of running in the opposite direction for the first, I don't know, maybe 15 to 20 Ks. But as soon as we turned around and started heading for it, we could, you know, it was always there. It was always, it was always the same us. distance away. But it seemed like every time we caught the, the next glimpse of it, it was still that same distance away. So we thanked Martin again. Yes. So, so I thank Martin profusely for that. <laughs> and then we, we finally got to the, you know, got to the point where we were, you know, we were right there, we we're getting ready to, you know, go up it. And then for some explicable reason, we ran right past it. And <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and, and I was looking, looking at my shoulder, and going, hang on a minute. I don't think you said, hang on a minute. <laughs> I think we're you said supposed, something else. Yeah, we're supposed to be going up there. Why are we running away from it now? And then we turned a sharp corner. And I, thought, oh. Oh. I thought, oh, here we go. We're going to go, we're going to go up it now. And then we continue to run past it in the other direction. <laughs> And I'm like, then I'm looking over my other shoulder going, hang on a minute. No, you know? didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> but then finally we actually made the right the, the right turn. Which was a horrible turn. Which was, yes, which was a very sharp turn that then continued to go straight up the steepest possible way up to the top of the mountain. Yes, and um, that's when... Um, and that was when, yes, the um, the we, we, wheels we came, fell off. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, yeah, for for me, yeah. Um, I because I, to... I did say this to you afterwards. You really pushed up that, and whereas I took it a bit easier, and I could feel you pulling away from me, mm. and then you pushed up it, and that kind of ruined you. Yeah, I, yeah. So I I do acknowledge that, um, but I, I tend to when I'm going up something like that, I, I try and just get it done. But you know, yeah, but you've <laughs> got to think about what comes after yeah. that, and so... um, and it was a lot of stairs, which he was um. Yeah exclaiming politely about the comparisons to wonderland <laughs> with the stairs yes, that's right um yeah and so we, we got to the top there and yeah we, we're at a, by the time we got to the top we were you know somewhere in the vicinity of 70 kilometers in mm. um and then the descent you know probably played as just as big a part True. in, in yes. breaking me because it was very steep very tech, very rocky and technical. So, and I think it's more than the steepness that was um, probably hurt your legs was the technicality because you yeah. couldn't 
get a proper rhythm up or stride and you had to jump downstairs and more impact Mm. and you had to think so much more. And, you know, people need to not underestimate how exhausting thinking is and using your brains in an ultra. And and because literally the brain does actually consume a lot of calories and the more you use it, the more calories Mm. and, um, you know, and the calories it needs is carbs. And um, so, you know, it was... um, it was it was it was tough from that perspective as well yeah and so by the time then after we got down off that mountain then we actually had um quite a long run through suburbia yeah which was to the next transition a lot of sort of flat and undulating which after you would hurt your legs doing all of that yeah it was concrete bike path footpath yeah um so although we continued to run quite consistently through there it it was not easy running it was quite painful my hips were starting to hurt um my feet were starting to hurt um so yeah it was quite quite a grind after that particularly um until we got to the transition yeah so so ron did really well like i just told him to keep fueling keep fueling which is mm-hmm. when you're starting to suffer like that just keep fueling keep fueling that's all you can do lots of drinking lots of food not yeah. that you're a messy fan of that but you know um it was something you tried yeah. to the best of your abilities and so, certainly we had yeah. coke at every because there weren't just the tra- the transitions there were little aid stations everywhere with just coke water I, I didn't actually start drinking the coke until probably um just before we went up um black mountain oh, okay. I'd, I'd actually managed I, I, I wasn't really interested because because we had the um um the 32 gi, 32 GI that which we were drinking which was you know awesome awesome yeah uh, and so I was pretty happy with that until I started to get. But I did weary, introduce so. you to my delicacy, didn't I? Yes. Yeah, so at each, um, we had drop bags at every transition. So the three um, different transitions. Um, and in each one of those, we had a um, peanut butter and Nutella wrap. Oh, how good are that? That was really good. That it went it just, it was so easy to eat. Even once, you know, it was getting long in the day and they were getting a bit crunchy. Well, um, yes, know, the bread was getting a bit dry. Yeah, it was getting a bit dry. It was still, I, I actually still found it quite easy to eat. And for me, I, I'm not, I, I'm finding I can't really eat much. I need liquid mm. nutrition. I was just nibbling because I don't like the hungry feeling. Mm. Um, and that peanut butter and Nutella recipe came from my dad <laughs> recipe, mm. um, which is interesting because he gave it to my kids and I was never allowed sugar as a child. And as a child, I would, we would never have had Nutella in the house. That would have been thrown in the actual bin. Um, but there he was giving it to my kids. But um, it yeah. is just food of the gods, is it yeah. not? Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. So, uh, and it's, you know, it's got the carbs, sugars, fats, protein. It's actually a really good nutrition source. Mm-hmm. So just heads up for everyone that that is yeah. actually um, something good to have for that reason. Yeah. And so we got um, to the final transition, which was at about 78 kilometres um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thereabouts. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, yeah, we thought it was going to be 75. We thought it was going to be 75. Then we got to 76 and we crossed over a road with, which had a lovely lady, you know, just helping, you know, make sure. Push the that, button and that Push the button and make sure, you know, we weren't crossing, you know, dangerously or anything. And she helpfully told us that um, there was one kilometre until a transition. And we're like, awesome. We're like, oh, thank goodness. We thought, we thought it'd be around there. Thank, thankfully, we were right. So then we got to the next traffic lights. So then we got to the next traffic lights, which was about a kilometre down the road. And the the lovely, helpful guy there said, 
well done. You're doing great. You've got just over a kilometre to the transition. <laughs> and we're like, Wait. what? <laughs> the lady just back there. <laughs> the lady back there just told us it was a kilometre. He said, oh, well, I'm, I'm, unfortunately, you've got about a kilometre to go to the transition. So then we got to that next transition. And then and what what um, uh, when we were there, you know, um, someone said, oh, you two running together. And we said, yeah. And she goes, oh, isn't that sweet? And then she said, oh, but have you had some of those dark moments where you end up fighting and not getting along? And we're like, no. Yeah, no. Um, and then, you know, we left there and there was another guy helping us cross the road there. And I did hear you when a kid cycled up, threatened to steal the kid's bike. I, did. I, I told him as he, as he rode past me, I said, don't you get too close to me or I might just knock you off that bike and steal it. <laughs> And he looked at you like you're a weirdo. Did not, know, did not know what to make of that. I don't think his mum did either, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, so needless to say, he didn't get too close. No. <laughs> and you didn't get that bike. Because I can no. just imagine you on that little bike. That yeah, wouldn't hurt your legs no, at all. It was, probably wasn't appropriate for the hills to come. No, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> so anyway, then we kept going. And, um, you know, Ron had... Forgotten his head torch. Yes. When we left Canberra, we were nearly at Auburn and he went, oh, crap, where's the head torch? And I'm like, yep. well, I brought mine. <laughs> um, so um, he had borrowed one of Pam's, but it was one of Pam's crappy ones, which Just she the, said it was yeah. not a good one. No. And Pam was right. It was not a good one. <laughs> so not only was Ron suffering, but and I'm trying to pull him along by running a little bit faster than he wanted to. Yeah. Um because by by the time we needed the torch, we were we only had Ugh, not less less than ten k's to yeah. go by that stage. But um, yeah, and I'm trying to you know give us a bit of the hurry up, and yeah. um, but then he's got like no head torch and he's stumbling behind I, me. I was, I was doing that thing where I was running by feel, you know, I was throwing <laughs> throwing my feet out in front and hoping that it. Didn't and I'm in the head going bump step. <laughs> I was like a guide for the blind. You were. And then I'd go, oh, when I tripped on yes, something. That's right. so, yeah. so I kind of knew where the bumps were from where it was going. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, it was yeah. kind of like bloody Laurel yeah. and Hardy out there, I tell you. Yeah. And and it was a tough, that the final um, hill was quite tough as well. Because we didn't know quite how it went. Like, yeah. and, and we were like, oh, we're at the top. And then there was this winding yeah. single track. And, and you were, you know, being like the kid in the back of the car, kind of when do we get there kind of thing. Yeah, and, and the um, the dummy had been spat and the, and, and the toys were being thrown out. Oh, they were well point. and truly thrown out of the pram. <laughs> and, then, um, and then we got up onto the road and I'm like, we're at the top. And then I went, oh, And then it directed us across the top <laughs> and up to the next one. Yeah, and I'm like, sorry. <laughs> and then and Pam had told us it was 3Ks from the top. I think she meant three kids bottom of the mountain because we got to the top and the guy goes, five kids to go. And I was like, what? <laughs> and then um, and that descent down, I found was hard because it was kind of basically concrete. It was, uh, yeah. It and was I mean, concrete. I was okay. I wasn't particularly hurting in the legs or feet because I mind you, I changed my shoes at 50 Ks, yes. the spongy ones, because I wasn't sure about the other ones. I hadn't done a really long run in them. So once again, this was experimenting with shoes yep. for the wild. Um so my feet were feeling fine. My legs were pretty good. Um, they'd been a bit sore halfway through. But for me, I find my body gets better the further I get into it. And, and yeah. you know, um, but you were suffering a bit uh, down yeah. that hill and, too. And, and certainly um, from from once we got off the um, Black Mountain, um, Isabel was, you know, 
still like she was in you know in front of me a little bit and looking really fresh and looking like she wanted to just keep on going so, <laughs> but I know but that's fine but I, I you know because I, I spend a lot of time behind her watching her you know and being impressed and how she just didn't seem to um feel the kilometers that you know, like I had. <laughs> I tried to I tried to encourage him to feel like he was rolling on a bike. And yes. I had a, did you want to sing the song? <laughs> yeah, I can't remember the song. Really. Oh, rolling, rolling, rolling. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the, the Raw Heights song. Yes. yes. So, um, but he didn't find it funny at the time. No. Was, I did. I thought it was hilarious. Yes. And I was having trouble vision, you know, visualising myself on a bike as well. To be being, being a mountain, coming from a mountain bike background, I can quite easily visualise that. And it actually really takes away from any discomfort in my legs and I almost feel like I'm floating over the ground because I just imagine myself rolling on a mountain bike and actually one of the mountain bikers did say that when we saw him in the park he goes oh a lot easier for me on the downhills yeah, yes, you know a lot less painful and we're like yep yeah um so um but you know and then we got down onto Anzac we're going to call it Anzac Parade I don't know yeah I, I can't remember and and you know it was just a slight downhill it was concrete but that's yeah. okay a slight down, which was lovely just once again, you just feel like you're rolling all yeah. the way into the finish. It was a nice, easy finish. Oh, you know, I, I once we got finish. down off the hill and ran past or around the um, the War Memorial, um, the last little bit was was a nice, you know, two k jiggity you know, jog, jiggity jog into the finish line. Yeah, it was it was really nice. And then um, you and know, it's a lovely area too. You know, yeah. very very iconic and you know, that's right, a nice spot to finish. And um, and then we sort of rolled up to the. We sort of ran sort of back along the side of the ramp past the car pretty much yeah. and um, ran to the um, finish line and people cheered and clapped and it was lovely. Great atmosphere once again. Yep. Um, and, um, you know, and Pam was just there. She'd just gotten in a couple of minutes early. She, she said yeah. she'd been running scared, hoping we wouldn't catch her. <laughs> yep. And um, and then um, someone offered you a beer and I said, what about me? Yeah. I grabbed it. <laughs> Before I, I was I was not going to grab it anyway. Yes. <laughs> I'm just not the sort of person that can, you know, drink a beer after doing something like that. Yeah. It, it just, it doesn't appeal to me. I'm, I'm no. not the sort of person that can do that. So, so you had lentil soup. So instead. I had lentil soup. <laughs> and Isabel had a little bit of beer before. Well, she I had, before I kicked it over. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, we went back to Pam's house and we had um, pulled pork oh, that our yes. husband had made. Yeah, husband made a beautiful lot. roast vegetables. So. Mm. That was awesome. But, yeah, yeah, so at the end, finish line, you know, and just we saw some of the Ravs, Ravers there. Yeah. We're in lead position at the moment oh, of, the, um, okay. of the Run Against Violence teams. Yeah. Um, so, yes, like we said, we were doing this for Run Against Violence and, um, you know, we saw a few of them there quite, a, you know, Pam there was, was there. there. Because we, we know a lot of these people via a chat. Um, so we don't actually know necessarily what they look like. I mean, we know we knew. I knew Mark. Yeah, we knew Mark, but there's some of the others like we didn't know. 20, Pam, we know 20, yeah, twenty people in the group, so we don't know what a lot of them look yeah. like. But they all, you know, called us out and said hello, and and you know they would cheer us on the yeah, course. Cheer us where, on the you course, you know, if they yeah. were there, you know, and a few of them were, and you know, it was it was just I just had such a good day, and I remember even when you were suffering a bit, I said to you, "Don't forget when we afterwards mm. we're going to look back and go, that was so much fun. This was awesome." And I did give Ron the old trick. This will be a memory soon, you know. And and it is a memory now. Yeah. And it's that pain is gone, mm -hmm. and it's all okay. And it's I mean, not that you ever considered like dropping or no, anything no, no, like no. that. I know that was no. never a consideration. No. 
but it's just trying to get through that moment because it is yeah. tough. And the inclination when it is tough is to slow right down. But then mm. from in my mind, that just makes it protracted and takes so much longer. Yeah. So you, you're better off to just try and get it done. And I, but I was happy, um, you know, even though it was hurting and, you know, those some of the hill, the last couple of hill descents were ascents were quite steep. We still actually did a lot of running. We were yeah, still we able to keep yeah. moving nicely. Yep. Um, we get passed, a rhythm up. Yeah, we passed a few people who, you know, were obviously struggling a lot more than we were. Yeah. Um, but that that in that as you do that, it actually gives you a boost as well to yeah. say, you know. I'm not the only one. I, I might be hurting, but I'm not hurting as bad as that guy. Because you do <laughs> kind of forget. You think you are the only one suffering. Yeah. And then you come across somebody who's going slow, then you go, wow, they must be hurting mm. even more than me. Yeah. So, you know, it's 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 never just you that's suffering. Everyone is. Even the fast yeah. people up the front, mm. uh, no doubt feeling some sort of pain. When I used to win races back in the olden days, I still suffered if anything, I probably suffered more than say I did yeah. on on Sunday, way more. Um, it was just for a shorter amount of time, mm-hmm. um, and it was a different kind of suffering. But you know, yeah. everybody suffers in their own way. So, not that that makes the suffering you're experiencing any easier, but it does. It it, it provides you with some empathy for yourself and others, mm-hmm. you know, and not to get angry at yourself for, for suffering or, or I shouldn't be hurting or whatever yeah. it is, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so when's your next hundy? Uh, I don't know. We have to <laughs> for that one. Yeah, I'll, I'll think of one. Yeah. Um, so basically, what's next for us is we are doing um four peaks. Yep. 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 And then we are going to do oh so, GSCR twenty eight k. Yeah. Yep. So we'll be down or up across at GSCR. We're going to be doing some volunteering on the finish line. Yep. And we're going to knock out the 28K while we're there as well. Yeah. Just, just, you know, because all um, hill training is good hill training yeah. for us and or for you in particular at this point in time. From, yeah. from now on. You've we're we're going to be focusing more on hills, which is why we're doing four peaks and GSCR. Um, because, yeah, I know to my hill block, my massive hill block comes in now and um, that's what we'll be focusing on. I've kind of got, you know, the... Well, I've always got the endurance, but really, you know, I've really focused on that. And, um, yeah. Hmm. So there we go. That was our um, trip to Canberra. And it was awesome. And thank you to Zoe for letting us stay at her place in Albury. Thank you to Pam and Michael for having us to stay with them and feeding us like kings. Um, Thank you to Sri Chinmoy for organising the race and Martin for the course because it was brilliant. And um, just everyone involved and all the Ravers and everyone who is doing in their teams run against violence. Good on you. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, it was yeah, just thanks great... to Mark as well, you know. Yeah. He, you know he's the organiser of the group. He's the organiser yeah. of the group and, and he, you know, does, does a fair bit behind the scenes to, you know, kind of get everyone involved and... And yeah. raz everyone up and yeah. get them, make sure that we get our entries in on yeah. time, you know, and... Um, you know, get gets people to do the race. You know, he tries yeah. to get as many of us as possible doing the race. And so. even he was doing the second half, but he was out there at the start, you know, yeah, cheering us on and, yep. and several several places along the way before he yeah. started his race. He was out there taking photos and, and cheering, cheering us, us on, on and, yeah. and, and others obviously. But yeah. yeah. So, you know, that that was it was good to see a familiar face. Yeah, yeah. No, know. he did he was he was certainly Eddie everywhere. Yeah. 
wasn't it? Was. Yeah. Um, so, you know, thanks, Mark, for, you know, giving us the idea to come up to Canberra because yeah. we loved it. All righty. So just a quick thank you to the show's sponsors. Thank you to um, Health and High Performance. Honestly, I highly recommend them. I go to them in Monte Albert, see Luke, and he always looks after me and fixes me up and makes sure I can keep running. Holds my body together, basically, after all these years. And also Peak Chocolate, you know, um, they're awesome because they're Peak as well. Yes. And just delicious chocolate. I'll be having some of that tonight with my hot chocolate. Make sure you go to their website, peakchocolate.com, and um, get 15% off at checkout with the code Isabel Ross with an O, all caps. So thank you for joining us today on the pod. We love it that you have taken the time in your run or your drive or your commute to listen to us prattle on about our adventures. Um, Next week's podcast is an interview I, we did, I almost said I, we did with Pam about um, longevity in the sport of ultra running because by golly, she's been running for a long time. She is an an impressive person. Isn't she impressive? Absolutely. That was the first time um, Ron had met Pam. So yeah, she's very impressive. Awesome lady, awesome athlete Mm -hmm. and a lot that everybody can learn from her in regards to sticking around in this sport for as long as possible. Absolutely. Alrighty, so we hope you join us for that. Until then, enjoy your run wherever you may be or wherever you are planning to run and uh, stay safe out there and um, catch you next time. See you later. Bye. Bye.